0: confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now for your host, hey, yeah, Paul Marquis. This is Paul from Ortho Valpal, and welcome to today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about C6 nerve root compressions. Uh, we're also going to be talking about a couple uh, lookalikes. And uh, you know, you need to know that C6, uh, the C6 nerve root is the most commonly Injured nerve root in the cervical spine um, because it's such an area of excessive mobility and instability um, that uh, we end up with more trouble in that area. But before we get started with all of our signs and symptoms and common lookalikes, um, uh, please stay tuned and we're going to uh, have a few words from our, our sponsor. You've all seen the name Chattanooga in rehab clinics. Chattanooga has been a staple for all your traditional clinical equipment needs, and they are now carrying modalities including high powered laser focus shockwave, and radial pressure wave devices. These modalities have the ability to transform your practice from both a clinical and revenue standpoint. Trust me, I have patients traveling over an hour to come have radial pressure wave treatment in our clinic. Click the link in the show notes to request a quote, schedule an in-person demo, or get more information on their new modalities. You can also visit their website at www.lightforcemedical.com. Hello and welcome back, everybody. Make sure you stay uh, till the end of the show because we're going to be talking about at the end, um, just a little special note about how a C6 nerve root compression could look like a C8 nerve root compression can throw you off a little bit. Um, I'll show you how to tease that out and uh, figure that all out. And I'll explain why that is. Um, So first thing I want to talk about is, you know, what is the common pain pattern with a C6 nerve root? And I I, I want you to really focus on this today. Okay, I'm just going to give you some key points, but there are so many lookalikes when it comes to the C6 that, and by lookalikes, I mean, it could look like other orthopedic diagnoses. That's why I do a lot of these neurological nerve root compression issues and other nerve root compression problems because um, oftentimes people are misdiagnosed and um, become mistreated. Remember, there's eight reasons why people don't get better. The number one reasons is a misdiagnosis. So um, make sure you get that diagnosis right. And then the treatment will fall right into place. So first thing, let's talk about where the pain pattern is. Um, it's typically posterior shoulder down to the medial border of the scapula. And um, whenever you see somebody with medial scapular discomfort, okay, and I did this Many, many times when I was a new grad therapist, I started treating that rhomboid and levator scapulae region, and come to find out, 90%, 90 plus percent of the time when you have scapular discomfort, it's coming from the cervical spine, oftentimes a C6, and I treated those forever. People just weren't getting better. As soon as we started tractioning people's necks and we started taking a little different approach and opening up that foramen, giving that nerve root a little bit of room to breathe, The scapular pain was going away and the levator scab discomfort was going away. Rhomboid pain was settling down. Radicular pain in the arm would settle down. So if you see somebody with isolated scapular discomfort, maybe a little radiculopathy or tingling in the hand, you need to be thinking C6 nerve root compression. Okay. So medial border of the scapula is a common place to have a pain pattern down the lateral shoulder, lateral brachium, lateral forearm, right down into the thumb and the lateral side of the index finger are the most common areas where people will... um, develop some discomfort with the c6 nerve root compression um where is the sensory loss sensory loss is most common to the lateral side of the forearm and uh thumb and the lateral side of the uh, index finger now let's talk a little bit about strength loss now you know you may have some sensory loss you may have a little loss of reflex but it's the strength loss that is the 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 big one you need to watch out for here when people start to develop weakness because of nerve root compression, that means you need to start to get on this and uh, make sure they don't have you know permanent nerve damage. You want to prevent that, nerve, that permanent nerve damage from happening. So if you recognize some weakness, that's where you need to be a little more aggressive um, with managing these things. So the strength loss is most commonly found with uh, wrist extension on C6. Occasionally, you'll have a little carryover into the biceps, but most oftentimes, it's uh, wrist extension, okay? Deep tendon reflexes. Um, brachioradialis is the C6 is where strongest, uh, make sure you compare both sides whenever you test these things. Okay. Because some people may just have a suppressed uh, reflex on one side and, um, and it's the same on the other side. So make sure you always compare side to side. Okay. So what are the lookalikes here? C6 um, can often look like because the pain goes down the lateral aspect of the arm, down the lateral side of the elbow. um, A lot of people get misdiagnosed with lateral epicondylitis. Okay, And I don't know how many people I've seen who have gotten injections into the the lateral epicondyle region uh, or uh, origin of that ECRB tendon. Um, and uh, they just don't get better. And that's because the problem is in the cervical spine and not in the elbow. Um, This can look like a radial tunnel syndrome. You need to remember, when you poke and prod that lateral epicondyle and that origin of the ECRB, that is tender for most people. Like I'm poking mine right now, and it is very, very tender, even to a mild amount of touch. Um, so you can poke somebody there, and they may be sore. And then you might think, well, they have lateral epicondylitis. Okay, make sure that um, you rule out that cervical spine. Do a little traction, see if that elbow pain goes away. If you do, then, boom, there. You know that you know what it is. Um, and so make sure your differential diagnosis skills are, are right on. Okay. The other thing this gets misdiagnosed as is carpal tunnel syndrome, because you get numbness in that thumb and index finger, which is also common for carpal tunnel syndrome. Um, make sure you do a to you do a phalens, um, and, uh, see if that changes those symptoms. Okay. Um, so, that is very important that you don't misdiagnose that. So always look upstream and see if there's anything else that's causing you some compression there. All right. Um, so now I want to talk to you about this special, uh, the special note I just wanted you to kind of put in the back of your head when you're treating people or evaluating patients with a C6 nerve root compression. Okay. You may think that they have a C8 because remember what one of the manual muscle testing, um, uh, tests for c8 is is the okay sign so you oppose the thumb and index finger you have them squeeze and then you try to break that you try to open that up and sometimes they have weakness well if you have somebody with a c6 nerve root compression they will have weakness with this although that is classically a c8 nerve root problem now this is why they are weak Okay, the wrist likes to be slightly extended in what we call the tenodesis position so that the finger flexors can work most efficiently. And I did a little YouTube video on active and passive insufficiency. I'll add it into the show notes today and uh, so that you can take a look at that active and passive insufficiency. If you can't extend the wrist very well because of a C6 nerve root compression, your OK sign will be positive. It will it will you'll be weaker there. Okay, um, it likes to be in a little more neutral position. So if you can't hold that up in that position, um, you drop a little bit, and then it's weak. And then you think, well, they must have a C8. Okay, and c 8s tough because it doesn't have a reflex. And so um, make sure that uh, you don't mistake in those. Okay. Um, so make sure you keep an eye on that. Also, I want you to um, look in the show notes and I'm going to have a link to a patient who has a C6 nerve root compression. So you can see an actual patient with an actual uh, nerve root compression. I talk in the video about, uh, you know, how we diagnose this, how we manage it. Big part of our diagnostic skills um, I use with the uh, the marquee maneuver. We uh, we. Put a patient flat on their back, neck is extended with no pillow. Um, we test their upper extremity strength and different muscle groups. We then traction their neck, retest them, and wherever they have that increase in strength is usually the level that is affected. Um, and so um, I'll have that also in the show notes today. So Marking maneuver will be there. Um, we're going to do a C6 nerve root compression, and I'll also put our active and passive insufficiency uh, video in there so you can take a look at that. So. Those are uh, the the key things you should know about C6 nerve root compression. Make sure you stay with us in future episodes because we're going to be doing C7, C8, and T1. And uh, we'll also uh, be doing uh, some really cool interviews here coming up soon. So make sure you uh, stay with us at OrthoEvalPal. If you have any questions, connect with us at uh, orthoevalpal.com and uh, go to our Get in Touch page. If you haven't already connected through our um, through our podcasting page on our website, um, go ahead and, and connect, with, uh, connect with us there, and uh, you'll be uh, notified right away whenever we do a podcast or when we have interesting information that comes up. Also, if you're not connected with me on uh, our uh Closed Facebook group. Make sure you do so. Go to Ortho Eval Ask to be admitted to answer some questions, and uh, I'll admit you and I'll put you right in there. And I always throw in some different, um, some different videos in there, and, and some different talks about orthopedic issues. Sometimes our podcast will come up in there also. Uh, but make sure you connect with us there. So, folks, again, thanks for listening. I really appreciate your time. And uh, till next time, have a great day. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content. Go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.